Welcome back to Or Else, the podcast where we interview current fellows, alumni, and business leaders and entrepreneurs in the Indianapolis area. Today, I will be interviewing Nicole Clayton, a graduate from the Or program in years 2013 and 2014. When I asked to interview Nicole, she was working at TechPoint for Youth, a program much like Or Fellowship in the sense that they attract talent for companies in Indianapolis. However, they really focus on the technology side of things. She has worked there for four years, but a couple days before we got together, she accepted a position at Lev. The day we interviewed was her last day at TechPoint. For the majority of our conversation, we focused on TechPoint, and you'll get to hear all about that soon, but I wanted to avoid any confusion if she spoke of her position in the past tense. A little more background on Nicole before we get started. She's a graduate from St. Mary's College with degrees in Business Administration and Communication Studies. She first heard about OR when two fellows came to campus and presented to her senior thesis class. These two young women, Melissa Jackson and Amanda Lester, were the first OR fellows from St. Mary's. After Nicole heard their pitch, she was sold. And from that moment, I was like, that is exactly what I want to do. I was accustomed to, I did an internship in Cooperstown at okay. the National Baseball Hall of Fame. Okay. And That's it, really unique. Yes. It was awesome. So I... What did well, you do there? Well, I worked at, when I was in college, I worked at the College Football Hall of Fame, which was in South Bend before it had moved okay. to Atlanta. So I had been in that space, and, and really what I loved about that job was, I, at that one I was just working the front desk, but the best thing was is people came in there, mm-hmm. and they were so happy to be there. You never had somebody there that was like, didn't want to be there. Okay. And so it was this experience of like, you were creating experiences for these guests, but these guests were so happy you were there. And so then when I started my internship hunt, I had just found the Baseball Hall of Fame and they have, um, much like Dior Fellowship, they have a cohort, like a class that they bring in and there's was leadership seminars. There was 15 of us that were a part of the class and we were all in different parts of the museum. So lots of museum studies folks, but I was on the membership side. So we were were supporting sales of memberships and then we were supporting um, the guests that came through the museum. Got you. Okay, that's very cool. Yeah. Awesome. So it it was it was meant to be to your original question it was meant to be when I was like okay you know I knew I wanted to not go home originally from Michigan okay. I just wanted something new yeah. um and I knew I wanted to be paid and I knew wherever I went I wanted to have friends so it was like tie that all up in a bow and that's exactly what the or fellowship was yeah. for me Her class of fellows was around 30 people, which meant that they were all close with not only each other, but also with the class above them. Nicole didn't know a soul going into the fellowship, but that only made her more excited. It made me very excited. Yeah. It was I I love people and I I I like serving and and I like being surrounded by like-minded people and the Or fellowship was just filled with with like driven individuals and and to this day my very best friends you know I have my home friends and I have my college friends but my Indianapolis or fellow friends are like my soul sisters they are like people that you know get you to your core and I'm just so thankful for them and and for 
the things that they taught me and the laughs that we have and the memories. I mean, we, we still, to this day, get together once a month or whenever we can. And it, it that is, like, probably one of the most rewarding things, which I'm sure you hear all the time. Yeah, it's all like, the time. I mean, it's what's every What's the best single... part about the fellowship? The people. Yeah, the it's people. like, it feels cliche, <laughs> but it's true. It's the network. I mean, it's what brought me to Tech Point and, right. candidly, what brought me to Lev. And that is what... That is what's so awesome about it. Her host company was named CourseLoad, a business specializing in online e-learning textbooks, which has since been bought by another company named Unison. So we would take uh, like digital textbooks and implement them inside of learning management systems like Blackboard. So I was on the implementation side. Gosh, I had great team members, really good um, mentors and leadership at CourseLoad, which just like taught me everything that I knew about the little stuff, like how do you use Excel and like how yeah. how you know customer service and all of those things. But boy, did I hate my job. I mean, I was like, it was snooze. It was snooze fest. I was like, if I have to do another technical implementation, I am going to like. I'm not going to make it. I'm not going to make it. But the redeeming quality was your fellowship. So it didn't matter. And, and quite frankly, when I signed up, I didn't care what the job was. I was like, I want the experience. I'm in for the experience. Um, and I'm in for the network. And so it, it, it was okay because there were so many redeeming things about the work that I was able to do as an Orfellow that made it worth it. Yeah. So um, I would say I would say to anybody, especially I know that there's so much chatter, you know, with Orfellows either like loving or hating their jobs. And if I if I could say any advice, it would just be it's not about the job. In any job you can learn a lot of lessons, like whether you like it or not. And use the time to like kind of stockpile all of these little skills that you can then take somewhere else or evolve inside of your company. But it's not it's not about the job. Or it wasn't for me. It was definitely about all of the things around the nine to five. With that mentality, Nicole tried to glean as much as she could from her mentors and peers. One of the harder skills that she came away with was the art of using Excel, data cleansing, and strategic thinking. We would go around and we'd look at all of, all of the university data and all of their class data, and we would try to find professors that were using the same the same textbooks that we were implementing. And so for me, it was a way to be able to figure out how to be strategic, how to target certain professors, certain um, business schools, or you know English, whatever it might be, um, to go out and try to implement more of course load. And so from there, when I went to TechPoint, it was this whole new world of oh my goodness, we have so much data, but none of it's standardized. Well, you can't do anything with unstandardized right. data, right? right? And so it was this, all of a sudden, a light bulb went off, and it was like, well, let's create standardized data so we can have standardized reporting, so we can target our applicants, we can target the companies that we're going, that we want to sell to. So I, I would say at Course Load, I, I definitely learned that, that lesson in just functions in Excel. At the end of her fellowship, she knew she was ready to move on and do something different. Back in her years, graduating classes went on a capstone trip, 
which was an all-expenses-paid international trip with a board member. Her trip was to South Africa, where they learned about culture and international business, among other things. Yes, I know. I'm super jealous of them, too. Anyway, after their capstone trip, Nicole started working at TechPoint almost immediately. I loved the fellowship, obviously. I loved the work that I was able to do there and the people that I was able to meet. And I had befriended Sally Reisner. And um, so Sally was working at TechPoint. She and Mike, Mike Langelier, Mm -hmm. who is our CEO and also on the board of the OR Fellowship, um, they had just built um, the extern program. And it had just finished its first summer uh, they had about 50 students working across 12 different companies, um, and it was it was a success. And so they were heading into their second year. TechPoint was a team of four, and I really wanted to create experiences for people after I felt so honored and blessed to have had an experience created for me in my, my young professional life. So she talked to Sal and expressed her desire to be on board. Nicole has always known that she'd like to be a part of a nonprofit someday, and TechPoint seemed to fit perfectly. Or was a great stepping stone for her to work in a for-profit business, but also get to contribute to nonprofit organizations through the civic area of the organization. But now she was ready to do it full time. She started working on the extern program, which is basically their program for interns in the tech companies within Indianapolis. And so Sally and I, um, we were a team of two, and we just had to grind. I mean, the program, so when I started, it was Mm -hmm. its second summer of extern. Okay. Um, My first day was, like, setting up the apartments, and at that time, she had grown, she had recruited a class, I think, of about just over 100, 120, and so she was... I was finding I, w- I wasn't even hired actually to work on the extern program, but I, I was I was hired on as just kind of to be help on the talent side, maybe dabble into expat. But as I as I sat there and shared the same office with her, I found like oh my goodness, she is superwoman. She's running a pro- recruiting companies, recruiting students, and building programming simultaneously, and um, she needed help. And so I just started helping in every way I could. If it was if it was answering an inquiry from a student, answering an inquiry from a company, selling a company on why they should hire an extern, to building name tags and door decks that go on their apartment doors. I mean, it was just about everything. And I loved it. I loved every minute of it. And what I what I found was my niche for creating process. That was my bread and butter, and that still still is my, my bread and butter. It's what I love to do. I love to, to see how we can take data and make meaning of it, how we can streamline process to make them, to make them more efficient, how we can optimize the work that we do to get better results with lower costs. Um, all of those things are things that I was able to do throughout my TechPoint time. TechPoint has actually been around, at least in some shape or form, for about 20 years, but it has really taken off in the years since Michael Langelier has taken over. They really started to look at TechPoint as a way to help accelerate the tech ecosystem in Indianapolis. 
our team wakes up every day thinking about how can we strengthen the tech companies that are here in town. Okay. And we do it through a variety of different ways, but in the simplest form, it's connecting companies to capital, to customers, and to talent. And so we do that by amplifying and creating a media platform, which I'm sure you've seen online, um, the Checkpoint Index and in Checkpoint.org. And so that's primarily sharing and shouting the stories of all of the cool things that are happening here in town because there's so much happening, mm-hmm. but there wasn't an effective platform that was doing that. Right. Then it's community. So creating this, so we do have a member, it's a membership-based organization now and so we have all of these members and we're creating community so other people um, whether it's a group of CEOs or a group of mid you know mid-level managers or or individual contributors have ways to celebrate the work that we're doing and have ways to be able to connect to other people that are doing good work to learn from each other Um, so that's primarily our community side of the house and then there's talent and that's where I have lived for the last four years Um, and we are all about creating a talent pipeline Mm -hmm. so we have built a suite of programs that have evolved over time but at the end of the day, TechPoint is, is driven. And why I think we are so neat, unique from a nonprofit perspective is that we are driven by industry. And so Extern was only born because Mike and Sally went around saying, how can we help? How can we help? And companies said, we need, a, we need access to bright young talent. And that's how Extern was born. The Extern program was modeled after the Orr Fellowship program taking bits and pieces of how OR works and what it stands for to work for their organization and their demographic. The program is for 10 weeks over the summer with tech companies in Indianapolis where about 150 chosen interns will work at about over 60 different companies. We, we say that Extern is designed to create an experience outside of the 9 to 5. So we place interns these students inside of companies where they'll work for 10 weeks it's a paid internship but we provide um, housing free housing um, at IEPUI's campus yes it's apartment style I mean they all get their own bedroom they share like you know a bathroom and a kitchen but we we furnish it get them pots and pans and TVs and all of these things which is awesome Um, but really it's a secret sauce because it creates this community where these students are really feeling connected to each other and they're and therefore connected to our community we have we have three pillars Um, we have the the civic engagement piece so because the program is free and they are getting paid we really ask them to give back and pay what we call their civic rent Mm -hmm. Um, and then we have a professional networking component so um, think tech talks in like a lot of activities that get them integrated with tech leaders and contributors within the city integrated into meetups that are happening around town so they can start seeing um, the cool things and innovation that's happening here and then a social component because we know that being if they if we can show them what's happening in Indy from a, spo- a social perspective and a lifestyle perspective, they perhaps can think of us for full-time work. At the end of the day, we are all about converting our interns to full-time hires. Throughout my conversation with Nicole, I understood that TechPoint was meant to help improve Indianapolis. 
and so I asked her opinion on how the organization is impacting the city today. Honestly, for, for me personally, I think the most rewarding piece of my work was built, we built Sales Bootcamp. Sales Bootcamp is a six-week program where we recruit recent grads and career changers. So think parents that have been out of work, bartenders, folks that have been selling insurance, um, folks that have had a music career on the side that are looking for something more substantial. We, we bring them in, we train them, we partner with host companies around town that will train them and ramp them up on their, on their um, products. And, and then at the end, we essentially do placement. So host companies hire from the pool, and then we, we find other companies that are, um, that are looking to hire BDR, SDR roles and, and, and get these folks hired. And I think the coolest thing is when somebody who is working at the local church calls and says, Nicole was the first one that said yes to me. And, she, and, and this program was the first program that took a bet. And now I have a full-time job and I'm working inside of a tech company where all of a sudden I have this whole new network and this whole new, like, essentially lifestyle. That is, that is the tangible stuff that TechPoint's doing. And that's the feel-good stuff. And that's why we do it, right? Because we're, we're contributing to this, the lives of, like, central Indiana and then and then fueling the companies right because the companies are now utilizing the talent that we do so I think there's a lot of things that TechPoint does but but I I think that we have played a really interesting um, role in in gallivanting this sense of pride for indie tech and have has really we've really tried to be able to showcase that indie can be a destination for young talent and and that is something that I'm really proud of and that I think TechPoint will continue to do um, is kind of be the mover and shaker and, and change things up and build new things I mean they TechPoint moves fast but that's because the industry moves fast right. and that's kind of the beauty of it. Because the industry moves fast, like she said, there are ways TechPoint will have to change and adapt that is unique to their organization. In her words, TechPoint will always have to be able to cater to the community's needs. And right now that need is shifting towards senior level talent. So TechPoint is going to need to figure out how to either train the current workforce to that level or simply recruit at that level. She says that TechPoint needs to be a player on the team but the other team members need to come from different organizations and resources around the city. And in order to meet those demands and future aspirations for Indianapolis, TechPoint has to set some goals for itself as well. Well, we're hiring. We're hiring a lot. Um, We are hiring a lot right now. There's a lot of open recs on our job board, um, which is really exciting. Um, Mike said this year, this will be our most prolific year. And that's because we are now mature. We are an organization that is filled with um, a solid group of folks that actually, that know what we're doing and know like what mission we're going after. 
And so I would say that's that is one way is just like sure. trying to bring other folks on. I also think they they are really thinking a lot about this talent space and what do what does um, it mean to have an apprenticeship? What does it mean to skill these folks? What what does it mean to um, continue to to educate? companies on the importance of investing in young talent. Right. I think that is something that we scream from the rooftops, but is certainly harder than <laughs> you think, right? You know, right. it's like, sure, we, and I think Or Fellowship, right, plays right into this as well. We believe in this young talent and really do think they can do it, but boy, it does take time to be able to coach and and get this talent up up to speed. And we we I think have we as in TechPoint need to um, continue to spend time on education and and getting companies comfortable with the fact that hey, if you can invest now, right. we will be we will be better later. Yeah. Obviously, you have, you have loved your years at TechPoint, and so now you're deciding to go to Lev. Yes. Um, how did that come about? So it was wild, but so right. So as I head into my fifth summer at Extern, I, I have spent the last four years essentially building Extern Playbook or talent programs in general playbook. Um, building process, building infrastructure, all of the things that allow our our programs to run. And so as I head into planning season in 2019, I, I found myself opening up the playbook and doing what it says. And my my real love is actually creating the playbook. And so I decided that I should try something new and 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 quite frankly I um, have loved my time in nonprofit and have loved my time at TechPoint but found that outside of the tech bubble it was quite hard for people to connect the dots of the work that I did so mm -hmm. sure it was an internship program but really it was economic development it was workforce development it was it was creating structure in in creating like this beautiful um, sense of what was chaos you know and I love that. And so I sent some texts. And one of those texts went to my a friend and a mentor that was at my uh, or host company. Okay. And I said, I think, I think I might be ready. Well, I had a call on a Friday, an interview on a Monday, and an offer on a Wednesday. And I was leaving on Thursday. So it was wild. But what was most exciting is she said, Nicole there are um there are two opportunities that i want to share and and one was more client facing and one was more internal and um the sales ops was the internal and it was so right it she was you know at the time they are just getting off the ground um with their their sales team is now grown they've got their leadership team in place and so they are they're just getting ready to kind of ramp up and they're hiring like crazy. They've got, I think, about a hundred, over a hundred people there and getting ready to bring on another hundred in the next year. And so it just felt so right to start something new and get, you know, the role doesn't exist. There is no roadmap and that's what's exciting. 
Because her transition from her host company to TechPoint and TechPoint to Love were both crucial career pivots for Nicole, I wanted to know what was the most important thing for her to keep in mind, keep at her core when making that kind of decision to leave or stay. Don't jump ship just because you think you should jump ship. I think I I I knew that my work at course load was nearing an end but that's because I had created this relationship with my leadership team where we all decided like yeah you've really got a passion for something else here you sh- you should go and do that and I wouldn't have left for the sake of leaving I would have left for the right thing and I and I did tech point was the right thing and same for now I mean I I love the team that I work with and I love the mission and I like the functions of my job a lot. But I as I think about what my career looks like and what where my goals are, I've got to try something new and I'm I am scared, but I'm excited. The fact that I'm scared makes me excited, sure. right? Yeah. Um and so I think trying new I would say advice is you know try something try something new build out your portfolio I think at this point in my career when when I was talking to my mentor she had said I want for you to be able to become the expert that teaches people how to do it not do it for them and I love that. I want that in my next phase. I want to be able to to do the work because I love executing. I I am I am a workhorse and I definitely uh, live to work. I I love that, but I also want to be able to be of expertise where where people come to me because they need me to teach them instead of do it. At the end of the interview, I asked Nicole if she had any last-minute thoughts she would like to share, and what she had to say, I think, can resonate with a lot of us. The first half of her thought is, you can be a leader without being the face, meaning there are plenty of opportunities in your job, in or, in life, for you to make a difference without being in the limelight. There is no reason why being on a team bearing no official title can't make you a leader. In fact, Nicole has a mantra for herself that goes along with this. Do the common uncommonly well. I know this can mean a lot of different things to everyone who hears it, but to me, it means working your hardest, doing your absolute best, giving it your all so that those around you strive to do the same. Thanks again for listening to another episode of Or Else. Be sure to tune in next month for another exciting interview. Today's music credit goes to Kilo Ba with Senorita, Eddie with All the Way Up, Montplaisir, A Good Start, and Blue Dot Sessions, Spunk Lit.